Hello and welcome to episode 4 of Toasted Fiction Theatre. Episode 4 was written by Jack Craig and is called Murder on the SS Dreamer. Murder on the SS Dreamer was performed by Neil John Gibson, Colin Garrett, Karen Barkey and Charlie Graham and was recorded live at the Beacon Arts Centre in Greenock on the 31st of March 2016. Enjoy! Captain's Log, number one. Log beginning day one, hour ten, minute oh one. Hello world, this is Captain Morgan reporting from the SS Dreamer. Our mission is to explore the universe in search of Earth-like planets, extraterrestrial life, and a better understanding of the physics of our universe. Our mission will not be an easy one. Over ten years we will explore the darkest depths to the brightest horizons, from the most harrowing black hole to the brightest sun. We will create a map of the stars more intimate and detailed than any before and definitively answer the age-old question, are we alone in the universe? We do this to further the survival of mankind and indeed to continue that historical leap of Neil Armstrong all those centuries ago. We now have made our great leap into space to find our place amongst the stars and to prove once and for all that humanity can rise to any challenge. Right, you can cut it off there for the public broadcast. Jesus, I thought that looked a lot better on paper. Anyway, everything's going pretty smoothly. We're all awake except for Joan Crookshank, but there's no reason to worry of yet. This was anticipated due to her condition. For now, however, I am going to go back and get some sleep. Our mission officially begins tomorrow. Captain's log ended. Day 1, hour 10, minute 02. Captain's log, number 2. Log beginning night 1, hour 3, minute 31. Captain's log ended. Night one, hour three, minute thirty-two. Captain's log number ten. Log beginning day nine, hour nineteen, minute oh five. Today might just be a pretty big day. Yep, it's all happening just now in the tin can. We've been getting some more unexpected readings. Stigman's force is at nine point five when in theory it's more like 8.5, 9 at a stretch. Die reparticalization is occurring at twice the expected rate. And strangest of all, Goat is reporting his particle accelerator is behaving outside the boundaries of the Smith limitation. Oh, I'm sure you'll understand the implications of these findings. If our figures are correct, our understanding of fundamental physics in our universe is way, way off. I'm having Rick Kruger, the tech monkey, check everything on the ship, from the calculator to the ventilation systems. So far, he hasn't found anything. This could be the biggest day in the history of science. Or the longest day. Ah, Hello, Captain. Here comes the hardest working woman in the universe. Still at it, then? Yes, very busy. I have to get all this finished before we reach M340 Alpha. And now I have to do all these calculations again, just in case the laws of physics have been totally rewritten. And Joan is taking up so much of my time these days. Ah, uh, what's wrong with her now? She keeps on retelling the same story of how her sister used to make fun of her. 
I mean, it's nothing major, just the usual sibling rivalry. But she can't even make sense of that. For those listening at home and not in the know, Lee Schaefer is leading the life science aspects of this mission and is also the psychologist of theoretical physicist Joan Cruikshank, who is yet to begin her research. Yes, I really don't know who put her here. She's too traumatized by these events to carry out her mission. And every time she tells that story about her sister, there's something different about it. Like at first it was in the house, and then next time it was in the school or in the park, or just forever she seems to think it happened at that moment. I'm beginning to wonder if she even has a sister. Indeed, she is a strange one, but her academic achievements are pretty incredible. They say she's the Einstein of our generation. Of course, it would help if she actually did something good. She is very, very clever. But Mr. Gold seems to be getting along just fine. Have you spoken much with him? Stephen? I, I don't think I've said a word to him in person since this has started. Strange one. Strong, strong believer in God, but yet so devoted to science. He says he sees no distinction between them, that the laws of nature prove his God's very existence. Well, I can't say I agree there. Well, agree or not, he gets results. He's accomplished more in these last few days than many physicists in a lifetime. Oh, I doubt he holds a candle to yourself. I have to say, I'm very impressed with your work ethic, Miss Schaefer. Oh, stop. You work round the clock, and you're always keeping check on Joan. I don't know anybody who would volunteer to take on two jobs at once. You embarrass me, Captain. Well, be embarrassed if you will. But it's the truth, and if there's ever anything I can help you with, you know exactly where I am. First room on the left as you walk in. Thank you, Captain. Good night. Good night, Miss Schaefer. Good night. Well, bed for me then. Good night, Earl. Captain's log ended. Day 9, hour 19, minute 09. Captain's log, number 11. Log beginning night 9, hour 3, minute 19. Last night, Dr. Leah Schaefer was murdered, strangled. Log 11 tells you everything, and everything we know anyway. Stephen Gold gave her last rites and they put her body in the cryo chamber and we don't know how long that will preserve it. It's just so surreal. I was just talking to her last night and then just three hours later she's gone. I mean, I'm a light sleeper. I, I always have been. I should have heard her knocking. I, I should have saved her. I, I guess to the cryo chambers. They did tell us it would have an effect on her sleep, but maybe, maybe this is all just a bad dream. To die like that, in fear, pain, 
so far away from your loved ones or anyone who even really knows you, just why her? She'd never do anything to hurt anyone. Do you know, she brought medicines with her and her personal belongings in the hope that if we found life on other planets, she could help them. She cared so much and for everyone and then they just took her life for no reason. I don't expect anyone's going to get any work done today and honestly, I, I won't ask them. Captain's log ended. Day 10, hour 2. Minute 13. Captain's log, number 16. Log beginning night 13, hour 3, minute 24. Captain's log, ended. Night 13, hour 3. Minute 25. Captain's log, number 17. Log beginning day 14, hour 19, minute 01. Stigman's force is at... Hang on, number 17? That's not right, it was at number 15 last night. Captain's log, ended. Day 14, hour 19, minute 02. Captain's log, number 18. Log beginning day 14. Hour 19, minute 37. That bastard has been in this room three times. They were in here on the first night of the mission. They were in here last night, in here just breathing into the microphone, trying to scare me, taunting me. Well, I've already said this to the crew, and I'll say it here now. Whoever it was will be the only one who doesn't come back alive. I mean it. That is, if we make it back home. Told them the murderer was in here last night. They all looked at each other, every single one of them, with this glare. Not one of us can trust any of the others. I mean, we are a crew of night. Eight. We are a crew of eight living in a self sufficient colony, 70 billion miles from home. If we can't trust each other, then things that need to get done don't get done, and we all pay the consequences. I don't find the killer soon. And that's it for all of us. Captain's log ended. Day 14, hour 19, minute 39. Captain's log, number 18. Log beginning day 15, hour 19, minute 01. I interviewed everybody today. So far, no one can be ruled out, but a few of them have particularly caught my attention. That's not really true. Albert Bukowski, the microbiologist, he's, he's far too gentle a man to kill someone with his bare hand. I suppose I can't prove it, but when, when I don't have to, I'm the captain of this ship, and I say it wasn't him, so no, I can trust Bukowski. But some of the others are giving off different vibes. At the moment, my prime suspect is Mr. Goh, the theoretical physicist. He's clearly a very intelligent man and very reserved and polite, almost too polite. And when I asked the other crew their thoughts about him, no one could say a bad word against him. And it's true, while I was interviewing, interviewing him, I felt this charm radiating from him the whole time. 
made you want to believe him. When I left the room, this effect wore off. Looking back on it, he began to seem less like a saint and more like a perfect psychopath. He's lying to you. Ah, hello, Joan. But you say hello to me. I know where we are. Dr. Cruikshank, please, I've no idea what you're going on about. You're lying. You murderer. Murderer! Joan! Jesus Christ. Kruger, Kruger, get in here. You murderer! You're going to kill us all! Get off me! Get off me! He's the murderer! Captain's log, number 20. Log beginning night 15, hour 3 minute 21. Captain's log, ended. Night 15, hour 3, minute 21. Captain's log, number 21. Log beginning day 16, hour 3, minute 42. Everyone's just freaking out today. Goat said he heard banging outside his door last night. He's convinced it was the killer. And there was another log last night too that supports it. I mean, it doesn't really prove it, but... Oh, but Joan... After that attack yesterday, I just can't look at her in the same light. I used to just pity her, make exceptions for her because of her condition, but she just, she lives in her own world. She doesn't listen to or trust anyone else. She just does what she wants when she wants it, and I have no idea why she's here. She's clearly not suitable for this mission. The only thing that is clear is that she is trying to blame me. I mean, maybe she wants to make them believe it too. Make them kill me and fly the ship all the way home and... Maybe she's the killer. Captain's log. Ended. Day 16, hour 3, minute 44. Captain's log, number 22. Log beginning night 16, hour 3, minute 49. Thank you. 
that big boot that put us all in these in these machines and 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 we brainwashed everyone uh, so that they would they would trust him so he could turn us all against each other so what happened to you i i can't smart people i know i know we're still on earth I, i'm gonna get it out of this somehow i i i, I mean I, I mean i i mean i don't know how sounds will stay with me for the rest of my life, however long it may be. Her body's in her old cryo chamber, right? Leah's. I don't know what to think about those things she said. I, I do know that the data is all wrong. It's just simply isn't true. I don't know why she thought it was, and, and I don't know what makes her think that I'm the killer. I'm not. I'm, I'm not the killer. I, I don't know who it is, but it isn't me. After everything Jones said, no one can trust even me anymore. This has to change. Things are already beginning to fall apart. I need to end this right now. I'm bringing everyone in here one by one and interrogating them on record. I will have the killer by the end of the day. Captain's log ended. Day 17, hour 1, minute 23. Captain's log, number 28. Log beginning day 17, hour 10, minute 02. This is Captain Arthur Morgan interrogating Dr. Stephen Holt in relation to the murders of Dr. Leah Schaefer and Dr. Joan Cruikshank. Can you state for the record that you are Dr. Stephen Holt? I am Dr. Stephen Holt. Did you commit either of the aforementioned murders? Third hours of night 9 and night 16. I was sleeping in my bed. Have you at any point during the mission been awake and out of your room during the third hour of the night? Yeah, I got up to do the restroom and came downstairs. So you were awake and out of your room? Yeah, well, I mean, the third hour of the night was night 9, night 13. And you were awake? Why did you come on this mission? I came on this mission because I collect sufficient evidence to prove the existence of God from a scientific standpoint. Well, to come all this way, you must be very dedicated to your cause, am I right? Finding a link between science and religion is my life's work. Would you kill for your god, Dr. Holt? I did more than ever ask me to do such a thing, sir. What? If your god did ask you to do such a thing. You heard a voice in your head that told you to kill in his name. 
would you do it? You British think Carlos will take his talk and just not notice. He just seemed very cheerful in light of the circumstances, Doctor Boat. God wants us to smile. And so did the man Toby Jones. He was a very kind soul. aware of that. And I'm also aware that you are a very charitable man yourself, Dr. Boat. I don't know about that, Francis. Just try to do what's right. We are the ones that want to see happy in this world. Why don't you tell me what you'd like to do? I understand you did some charity work before you came here. accents from? What, what, what accent? I, I grew up in New York. I never said you didn't. I will say this. You are lying to me. No. Yes, you are. Your story's fake. And I'm beginning to wonder why someone would go to such lengths to hide where they came from. And if you don't tell me the truth right now, I'll be compelled to consider you the prime suspect in this case. Taking me to the gym, giving me steroids and shit. He told me to get big and strong and look after my mom. Then when I was 15, kicking out one of my little big guys, and I thought I was like, you know, I was like one of them, you know, finally, finally a real part of the family. You know, he gave me coke and all this stuff, good shit, real coke. He was, he was my god, man. When he gave me a I guess I'm lucky now the police found me before anybody else did. I I got ten years. You know, my mother never even came to visit me, not one time. But I found God. The true God in that place in that asylum. And now people now people always say that that's what they but I I don't understand why. You know, God says that right and wrong, just like Simon says that's right and dark. And I knew that there was a place in heaven for that kid I found. Had to prove it. Well, that's why I'm here. That's why I lied about my past. You know, you know how hard it was for me to find work after I got out of prison? No one would hire me. Like, no one would even talk to me once they found out I was a killer. Just like you can't, you can't tell anyone else. All right? They'll, they'll think I did it. I wouldn't even lay a hand on anyone anymore. I swear it.
Captain's log ended. Day 17, hour 10, minute 07. Captain's log, number 30. Log beginning day 17, hour 12, minute 58. All the interrogation is done, and I am no closer to solving this case. I know almost everything about everyone. I know Cougar's out here to escape his ex-wife. That would actually be funny if it was under different circumstances. I know Lynn Wood's in a cat called Brian, and Banner is exclusively interested in Spanish women. The biggest thing I learned is that they're not killers. They're all just regular guys, and not one of them is capable of murdering two women. And I was looking back at what Joan said, just before she was killed. All these ideas she's coming up with, I mean, we know how smart she is. Maybe she was somewhere on the right lines. I, I said all her data was wrong, but that was suing my pools. Maybe she had some different way of doing it and she got the, the right figures. This whole mission just seemed, I don't know, dodgy from the beginning. To get a crew of just nine people to fly out ridiculously further than anyone has ever gone to prove or disprove pretty much every theory that there ever was. It's just absolutely out there. Oh, and here's another thing. It's a Russian space mission. And there's not one single Russian on board. And I know this is all just speculation, but it really just doesn't sit right with me. I thought it was strange back then, and I certainly think it's strange now. spacewalks in this flight. The first time ever, all repairs are done by robots on the outside. Why would they take that risk? I mean, I'm sure it's far more expensive than just building an airlock. What if we still are on Earth, like Joan said? What if they just gave us all this false equipment and sealed us in from the outside and then just dumped us in some giant swimming pool? I know it's far-fetched, but the murderer isn't in here, then where are they coming from? There's got to be some kind of door somewhere, something we don't know about. Look, I know how it must sound, right? But it's the only thing that makes sense. They must have set all this up as some kind of social experiment. What they're trying to prove, I, I don't know. I, I don't think what they do. But maybe, they've, maybe they've brainwashed us all with the cryo chamber so we can't see the door. Is that possible? It must be. It's the only thing that makes sense. Well, well, I'm going to find the door. I'm not sleeping another night in this cage. Captain's log ended. Day 17, hour 13, minute 01. Captain's log, number 31. Log beginning night 17, hour 1, minute 33. before. All of them were capable of murder, except Cole. He's the only one of us who actually cared about anything. He was the only good 
man on this ship if they killed him. His devotion to his religion was all-encompassing, but what people couldn't see was that his devotion was not to his God, but to his morality. The idea of a God was just a tool he used to remind himself of right and wrong. I get what he was trying to say now. The science that is true and false. Everything in the universe is built on this fundamental binary. Even morality. Right and wrong is black and white as light and dark. And what they did to him was wrong. Now I know about your experiment. I know what it's all about now. You wanted to make a killer out of one of us and you succeeded terrifically. Captain's log, number 39. Log beginning night 24, hour 3, minute 45. Captain's log, ended. Night Captain, 17, hour wake 1, up. You gotta 34. see these leaves, they change everything. Ah, oh, Captain, there you are. Look, are you alright? Oh, Jesus. Captain, wake up! Wake up! For the love of... <laughs> Captain's log. Ended. Night 24, hour 3, minute 46. And that was episode 4 of Toasted Fiction Theatre. Episode 4 was called Murder on the SS Dreamer and was written by Jack Craig. It was performed by Neil John Gibson, Charlie Graham, Karen Barker and Colin Garrett. It was played on the 31st of March 2016 at the Beacon Arts Centre in Greenock. Toasted Fiction Theatre is supported by the Beaten Arts Centre and Inverclyde Place Partnership. For the previous three episodes of Toasted Fiction Theatre, you can check them out on SoundCloud and iTunes. And I encourage you to uh, subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. If you leave a review of Toasted Fiction Theatre, you will be entered into a draw to receive two free tickets to the upcoming live event on the 29th of September, again in the Beacon Arts Centre. For any more information on Toasted Fiction, check out www.toastedfiction.com where you can find details of my book, Toasted Fiction, a collection of very short stories that nobody asked for. You can get a copy of the book at www.toastedfiction.bigcartel.com and also on iBooks. Thanks again for listening to Toasted Fiction Theatre and tune in next month for another episode uh, that was recorded on the 7th of July 2016 at the Bean Arts Centre. Thanks for listening. Bye.